Welcome to Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville and News Radio 98.9 and 1070 AM WINA. With Price Thomas, I'm Robbie Respetto, coming to you right here from downtown Charlottesville. We want to thank our sponsor, Carter Myers Automotive, and with that, Price. And today we are back here in the studio, sort of escaping from the heat, with uh, with Lily Williams joining us on the line. Director of Chahamba, which if you guys aren't familiar with, is a longtime Charlottesville uh, African dance troupe, of which I don't know if, if you even know this, that I was a part of I did um, not for know that. many, many years. Wait, you were a part of the Chahamba As a dance youth, team. yeah, yeah. I was a, I was a wow. drummer as a young, okay. young musical musical child. Um, Lily, That's thanks for helpful. thanks for joining us this morning. <laughs> I did not oh, know the well-known fact. I've had it. My pleasure. I'm, I'm full, of, full of fun <laughs> facts. So, Lily, tell us, is this, tell us if you, uh, if you don't mind, just give us a little bit of context of, um, of what you're up to and a little bit about your work, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll get into to more of the story. Okay, well, um, me, of course, I'm, I'm I am just so happy to be a part of Chihamba. Always have been, but um, right now, you know, I work in the schools a lot. Um, of course, I dance with the company. Um, we um, have the opportunity to work with special needs. Um, in you know, since the pandemic, of course, things have been a lot different. But it's just an opportunity to share the drumming, the dancing stories with the community. So tell me a little bit about Jahamba and how that form of dance um, started, like the origins of it, and then what got you inspired to get involved? Well, what inspired me was my children. Um, You know, I have three girls and a son, and we never got to do anything because life is life. You're busy. So I wanted to have all three of them, the girls, into something, and they could do it together. And my son, he was much younger, so, you know, he, he was too young to actually do anything. But the girls, I wanted them to do something together. So we, we started with Donna, Donna Graham, who mm. um, is uh, one of the, yeah, that's a familiar <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> We started out just going to get the classes. And then the kids, um, two of the girls decided that they wanted to join the junior company with Jihamba. And then all of a sudden, I'm taking the classes, and I'm enjoying the classes a lot. And somehow, I ended up in this in the, in the senior company, and and from that to now, and I still don't know a lot of what happened in between. But <laughs> I'm enjoying the journey. But I don't know how I got to what I'm doing right now. But I enjoy every moment of it. I was going to say it always happens yeah. that way. If you show up, show interest, and are capable, you will be the director. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I, that was not my plan. Trust me, it was not. But I do enjoy it. Tell me a little bit about the origins of this form of dance for people that aren't familiar. Well, uh, these are West, Af- West African dances. Now, with our company, we are more traditional. I mean, African dance has changed quite a bit all around, and people have um, respectfully created their own thing, but we stay with the original and traditional dances. Uh, if there's a dance called Minjani, only we're going to do the Minjani rhythm to the Minjani move. So, and, and it also has um, a meaning like a harvest dance or a, a, a rites of passage dance. So we keep, we just keep everything traditional and original. So I'm going to ask one more question. I'm going to share the mic. I, then the weeks I miss for, <laughs> for Price finally gets to talk. I get all my talking in <laughs> on like every, talking every in. other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every whatever, every other week. But, oh. Caught me on my day off. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I was just curious, where are you dancing in the community? And um, 
how are people responding? I'd love to hear if you um, want to, you know, get involved well, in the troop or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Well, we always offer dance classes at McGuffey, mm-hmm. um, McGuffey Art Center, and drumming classes as well. We also, um, right now, we're dancing with an organization and have been for quite a while called the Women's Initiative. We're outside still. We're at Washington Park um, um, every first and third um, Wednesday. Um, Also, um, I have been with some of the summer programs, um, adaptive care program, and um, that's at Washington Park as well. And... We have been with Post High. Uh, we did that virtually this uh, this school this past school year. So I'm hoping that we can get back to doing some of the things that are in the school, like after school programs and so forth. But if you want a class, if you want to um, be in a class or take a class, you can always just call McGuffey, and they know how to get in touch with me. Excellent. And for those of you just joining us, this is Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville, News Radio 98.9, 1070 AM, WINA, Ravi Respeto, Price Thomas here with Lily Williams. And again, a thanks to our sponsor, Carter Myers Automotive. Uh, Lily, so I, I was, you mentioned the Women's Initiative, and, and I was, as I was, you know, reading around and kind of re, reorienting myself with, with the organization, which you guys have been up to, um, you know, over the last, I guess, how old am I? 32, 20 years since my last, since my, uh, the, the time the Jim Bay made it out of the closet. Um, <laughs> you, the women's well, initiative. You need thing, to dust that off. Yeah, <laughs> I, it does. is, it is extremely dusty Excellent. and don't, don't tell Witt and Daryl that it got dusty because <laughs> I, um, that, damn. that seems like sacrilege from, from, I from where I come from. want nothing more than to watch. Price back on the drums. I, that, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, now. yeah. Little I little price. Look. My head was the same size. Um, <laughs> the rest of me was was a little smaller. But the um, the women's initiative thing struck me particularly. And and I, if it was you or someone else was sort of quoted on paraphrasing, but it was essentially that it was important, especially throughout kind of the year that we've had to create spaces for black people, but specifically black women. And can you guys talk a little bit about, you know, how that how that partnership with the Women's Initiative came to be and, and the importance of it, um, you know, with, with obviously what you guys are bringing to the community? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would love to uh, give you more information that I don't think I could do it justice, but I know that um, it's a, a wonderful organization. And these classes that they offer is, a, is for women. And, and actually, it, they uh, have a grant. And the classes are free to women of color. So they really reach out and they have different programs such as cooking classes, yoga classes, of course, the African dance classes. And they have counseling and they have so many, so many ways of someone who's in trouble can get the help they need. Mm. So it's a, it's a wonderful organization and I am very proud that, uh, to be a part of it for some number of years now. So, um, if you just contact the Women's Initiative, they can certainly um, give you um, an idea of what's involved. And, and, like, for my class, they come in, all of the people that come in and take my class, they'll give their information, and they have a group mail. So whenever there's something going on, they'll they'll email them. So they, they won't miss anything. Hmm. So, Lily, can you talk a little bit about this? This is kind of what Price was asking, but just kind of how our and in this case, dance influences culture, especially here in our community. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't hear that. I said how um, art, and in this case, dance influences culture, like our local culture. What kind of an impact does this type of dance have on our community and on our community? Well, it's, it's about movement. It's mm-hmm. about being healthy, mm-hmm. um, not just physically, but mentally mm-hmm. healthy. So when these people get together, they get the fellowship, and they can talk to each other, and they can feel like they're in an environment that they can just let things go that they would normally say to other people. Mm. So it's like a sisterhood, honestly. And you always have like a mama over here or a sister over here, or you can be the big sister or the mom. Mm-hmm. So it's like extreme fellowship where and you also get to move and you can hear that drum sometimes. And I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen mm-hmm. some some of these ladies that just really just let it go. And, mm-hmm. and then they look around and like, who saw that? <laughs> but, they, they just, but they really just like, they just have it's a it's a freedom, it's mm-hmm. a freedom that culturally, that you just don't have all around town. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that one little spot at that hour that we have, you can just just have the freedom you need to mm-hmm. just let things go, and it's okay because you got someone right there to protect you and look out for you mm-hmm. while you're doing that. That's actually a really interesting um, piece to maybe unpack just a little. I know the Women's Initiative has worked diligently to have access to mental health. And I know yeah. from my friends in the black community that mental health is sort of taboo sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. Right? Nobody wants to talk about it. And yeah. they don't want to admit that it's a real illness, just like having diabetes or high blood mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. It's a real, it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, you know, one of the challenges has been just sort of barriers to accessing mental health and even, you know, feeling like that's acceptable or you can talk about it. And so it's interesting yeah. that you're describing this form of dance as a way for people to experience that release. Yes, it is. I mean, it, 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 sometimes if you can't say it out with your voice, mm-hmm. you can express it with your body. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen it. I've honestly seen it. And I've seen people walk away in tears because they just like, mm-hmm. man, I, I really needed that and I, and I really feel like uh, it's a relief. So mm-hmm. you can express yourself in many ways through dance and through drum. It's spiritual, no doubt. Mm-hmm. It's spiritual, no doubt. So, yeah. I was, you know, I've never been around anyone who didn't enjoy it. I was, I was talking to somebody recently um, in my sort of broader family and they just got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and they were saying, you mm-hmm. know, they're in therapy that They've learned that the trauma they experienced as a child is manifesting now in physical illness in the form of an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And so she was expressing how she needed ways to kind of release, right, that stress and trauma. Yeah. Um, and I, I just wonder, you know, how this form of dance allows people to release stress and trauma from the past and, and be more whole and healthy. Yeah, I think it's like, like I say, it's in an environment where you can trust the people you're around mm. and you can see that you're not the only one yeah. that's experiencing these things. And when you can see someone else is going through something that you know, mm-hmm. you can say sometimes, I know how you feel. They really do because they're experiencing the same thing. Can you talk a little bit about your your arc? I'm going to ask this sort of as a proxy for a, for a different question. Your arc with the organization, right, over over your 20 years, but really the real question I want to ask is kind of your evolution through that, right, going from someone who took the classes to someone who got more involved and was interested to someone who's who's starting to lead the organization and kind of looks at it from a different perspective. I mean, why do you, how does it become or sort of transition from this is something I like doing and I want my kids into to like something I'm passionate about enough to really commit a lot of myself and my time to being a part of? 
Yeah. Well, I myself have had life, you know. I've had difficult times within my life. And Chihama's name, the meaning of Chihama is a time for healing. Mm. So automatically, you know, the the more I studied the dance and, and knew about the dances and what they truly meant, for me, it was absolutely healing. Um, I, and I just, and it made me see how um, people react to the drum, to the to the rhythms, and and to what they mean. So for me, it was something that I wanted to learn so I could share. And it, and I saw the reaction of people when, you know, we're in a performance and how they can be from as meek and quiet to jumping around the room is amazing. So it's all about healing for mm-hmm. me. Is 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 there a certain power to um you know having these kind of spaces and like you said times for that hour where and i think you mentioned it sort of you know the the brotherhood or the sisterhood where you're looking at again people that look like you people that share similar lived experiences to you that kind of allows you to get out of of i think there's a quote in an article that that um shares that you know it's it's hard to heal if the person in front of us looks like the people who are day in and day out perpetuating, you know, systems of racism and oppression, is there is there a broader cultural argument to be made to say, look, there are times and places and spaces that that you know we need to be with and around and and, and sort of building with people who look like us and share the the similar yeah. lived experiences that we have. It really is because um, it's it's hard to say, but it's fair to say that you can't always walk in the same shoes. Mm. Um, People of color walk in different shoes. So if you can't, it's hard to explain. Well, what I'm saying is that for a white woman to walk in a black woman's shoes, Mm -hmm. it would make her, she would actually have to experience it like being a woman of color. Mm. And that's hard for her to say. Yeah. Because if you don't walk in those shoes, it's hard for you to understand and feel and experience it mm-hmm. and to, to say, oh, I understand. But you haven't been there. You mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. So trying to get people to understand, and, and, and most people do, or at least try to, to understand what culturally women go through sometimes. Mm-hmm. And because um, it's inappropriate to do certain things or or you feel guilty for doing certain things, or you don't feel privileged to do certain things. Mm. Until you walk in those shoes, it's hard for you to say. That's a really powerful statement. I think, you know, a white woman can have empathy, right, and compassion, but you'll, like, empathy never all understand. The time. Yeah, you'll but, never understand, right? Because yeah. you haven't had to have that no, kind of no. experience. I mean, that, that's just my opinion, because yeah. um, I, I can, and, I, and, and, you know, culturally, I appreciate the empathy and, yeah. and the, the thoughts, but until you wake up one morning, you go to sleep, mm-hmm. and your skin is white, and you wake up, and your skin is black, mm-hmm. and you get up and live your day in a different way. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious, so like, can you talk a little bit about that, just what it means to be a black woman in America, like how that feels? Like, how does that feel culturally? You've got 90 seconds to put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud. I I, first of all, I'm proud to be a black woman. Yes. I really am. Um, I was raised and I was taught um, how to take care of people, mm-hmm. not so much how to take care of myself, but to, mm. to take care of others before 
mm-hmm. I take care of myself. And that's mm-hmm. culturally, that's just how it was and is with black women. Mm-hmm. So I hold it, you know, in high regards of who I am and what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy road some days, most days. It's not an easy road. Mm-hmm. But I would, if God told me today, um, I, if you were reborn to be a white woman or you could choose, I would choose a black woman. Yeah. Still. That's powerful. So That's powerful. Especially yeah. when you're mentoring and all the other women in your life. That's a very powerful thing. Really. Yeah, it is. And they taught me, you know, how to love. They taught me how to cook. They taught me how to clean. Mm-hmm. And they taught me how to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's no joke. And the older I get, and I try to give that to, to my children, mm-hmm. and I try to give it to my grandchildren and anybody. You know, my prayer every day when I come in is God put me in a path mm-hmm. that I can make a difference. Mm. So, it, you know, I'm just proud and humble. Well, we are so grateful for you being here in our community. You know, how fortunate we are. I'm the, I'm the blessed one, trust and believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that's blessed. For those of you who popped in late, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, this is Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville News Radio 989, 1070 AM WINA with Lily Williams. And thanks again to our sponsor, Carter Myers Automotive. Lily, as we as we sort of turn the corner into the, the final stretch here, I do want to ask what um what's on the horizon for you and, and for the group? Are there any other partnerships you're exploring? Is there, you know, what what is the as we I was gonna. I think I had planned to say this as we as we come out of the COVID year, and then we're never. We're Apparently, not, we're not we're coming out of COVID. Turn, yeah, that took another <laughs> turn for the worse. But as we as we sort of hope and pray that we're at least making progress, are there are there things on the horizon that you guys are either considering or excited about, or or even oh, you know? Excited, yeah, we're just excited to get back to what the, the way things were to be you know in the studios in the schools to get the festival. We haven't had the festival, the African American festival, in two years. Hmm. We are. excited so excited about doing that. We're, we're excited about doing some um, programs uh, at the studio for kids, you know, like we call it, um, you know, it's arts and craft and dance and just as, as much as we can just to be in the community and help the community mm-hmm. as much as we can. So just getting back to things pop in all the time, especially around the Black Culture Month, um, Black History Month. So it's just a matter I'm just getting back to some normalcy, and it, it's just we'll just have to see what happens. But just know that we're we're out there, and we're excited about getting back to doing what we do. Mm-hmm. I found the. Uh, it was funny. I was I was poking around here, and I was looking up. I was trying to find Lil and I were talking earlier about the old old studio, and I finally found what I was looking for. The old the dancecape spot. <laughs> I finally found it, and yeah. I couldn't. Oh yeah. man, alive. Um, well, the internet keeps receipts. That's good. I'm going to make sure I delete all those pictures of me um, from, oh. the, from the year 1995. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, last question: What um, are there any? Because I, so as as I remember, and, and what I remember a lot of doing was was performing more than anything. Has there been a little bit of a paradigm shift from a performance group to more of a teaching, mentoring? you know, community in, engagement focus. And, and that's not to say one is better or worse than the other. I just have very vivid memories of like performing at, at, at the, um, you know, at New Year's Eve and sort of performing around town. And yeah, there was less, yeah, but again, I was do. like nine, so I'm not totally <laughs> sure if that's accurate. Um, yeah. You know, but is that the case yeah. or is it a little bit of a both and? It's both. It's both. We still have uh, the group. We still have dancers. We still have the drummers. Um, it seems like, yeah, the teaching in is more, is more teaching than it is performances right now, but you know, at any given moment, that could change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 
So we do, you know, personal things like, you know, we go out to weddings and we still go to libraries. We go everywhere that that people invite us to. So, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of like fifty fifty. Excellent. Well, I just want to say I've been inspired by listening to everything that you've shared this morning. I'm particularly interested in um, the mentoring that, you know, I think informally you're involved in, if yeah. not formally, um, and the way that you describe this form of dance as being a release for women um, and mm-hmm. the fact that sisterhood um, of the people in the group allows that to be a safe place. And I would uh, I would love to see more women, you know, hear about this and, and get involved and would be curious. How do I would you, too. yeah, how do you get the I word out? Do you mm. visit local schools? Do you visit, you know, community college, UVA? Like, how are you letting women know about this opportunity? Well, we, uh, through the organizations that we work with, so um, in through McGuffey mm-hmm. Art Center, um, we, we um, have hands-on. We give out cards, flyers, any way we can. Okay. Do you go and visit? I mean, do you perform on campuses, things of that nature? We go. If they invite us, yes. We, okay. uh, we do a lot of um, assemblies in schools. And um, we, we do go to campuses sometimes. It's what they invite us. We do. We did the... Um, with the slave memorial, we we mm-hmm. did um, something for them. Um, so it's just who invites us. Yeah. Do you have sort of a network of women that you connect with, for example, Andrea Douglas at the African American Heritage Center in terms of doing performance there? No. Well, we have been there. We mm-hmm. have been there, but mm-hmm. not um, very often. Mm-hmm. Not very often. Well, my, my marketing promotional mind is like, we need to get you a schedule. <laughs> Price and I are going to get you well, a schedule. Yeah, she's going to make more community. work for me. This is, this is the time where... It's... But, you know, but it's, it's, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just like you got to have that full-time job, and that's what I have. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm up here at the medical center, and that's my full-time job. Yeah. But yeah. it's There's still, limitations. I, there are limitations because I have to, you know... Yeah. Your day I job. Have to work. But <laughs> we know but, about that. We know but about that. um I am very fortunate that um both uh, work together. You yeah, know. So absolutely. I'm always open. I'm almost I'm always if I can make it happen, it will happen. So okay. getting a schedule would be wonderful. So yeah. I'm just, just excited. Out there and yeah. just let us know. I'm excited to hear what you're what, what you've been able to do to support women. I one last sort of question. What are the age ranges? Because I am thinking of, you know, young girls, right? Five and six would love this all the way up to, to older women. So I was curious. There is um if you if you can stand and walk. <laughs> you can dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So I hope any and women out there listening. Walk, <laughs> yeah. If you can't walk, your mommy can put you on her back or wrap you in because that's how my daughter dances with <laughs> sometimes she danced with her baby on her back okay so there is no age limit and is this open for women of all colors all races or is it really for black women women initiative is for women of color my classes are open for in any and everyone in the community that's good to know okay yes. Well, we want to yeah. get the word out and, and make sure we have all our facts straight. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity. I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, Absolutely. that's that's great. And with that, we will uh, we will head out. Lily, big thanks again to you and to our sponsor, Katamara's okay. Automotive. All of you listening out there, Amen. if you do have ideas for the show, get in touch with us, Envision 
uh, uh, on social media at United Way Seville or drop us a line at our inbox envision at unitedwayseville.org to keep up with Lily and Chahamba she said you can get in touch with McGuffey who will get a hold of her and tell you how to get looped in with her and also with the Women's Initiative and also check them out on Facebook at Chahamba Charlottesville for episode 18 in the books Robbie Rispetto this is Price Thomas we will talk to you guys next week